Just over a week ago, George Osborne took to his feet to deliver his third budget as Chancellor, declaring it unashamedly backed business and backed British industries, a list of which he rattled off, but he failed to mention the hospitality sector. So what else was missing for the fast-growing industry? This is a podcast from Big Hospitality. I'm Peter Ruddick. In the days following the budget, the government was attacked for a granny tax, by some hospitality providers for a pasty tax, and by the pub and beer industry for the continued beer tax or alcohol duty escalator, and a new machine gaming duty. But in the 58-minute speech, there was no mention of hospitality, restaurants, hotels or pubs, and as is often the case, what is not mentioned is just as important. Some hoteliers had hoped the budget would contain a much lobbied-for change in the Enterprise Investment Scheme to allow hotels to qualify and benefit from investments, something the British Hospitality Association had been led to believe would happen in the autumn statement last year. All indications were there that it was going to go ahead and it's just disappeared. Um, Everyone had been told that it was definitely happening um, and it's just not there and I'd like to know who made that decision and I'd like to know why. That's Robin Shepherd, Managing Director of Bespoke Hotels. He told Big Hospitality's Luke Nichols at his 10 Manchester Street Hotel in February he hoped the budget would remove the restriction on hotels. I've been involved in EIS businesses which are not hotel specific and I've always found it um, uh, a very interesting, stable and sensible way of raising finance for businesses. Most hotels uh, at the moment are finding it very difficult to get any fresh debt finance from banks for obvious reasons. So this could allow um, a number of hoteliers to refurbish or expand their hotels and improve their trading and invest into their businesses. Shepherd was to be disappointed. However, not everyone backs the scheme. Some have said it's not for all businesses and can provide pressures from time limits and the desire for investors to get a return. Adrian Lowry, the owner of 27 Talbot Street Restaurant in Belfast, said while EIS was a good idea, the problem of getting finance from banks remained, something he felt was missing from the budget. Um, It's funny that the EIS was um, brought out to help smaller firms who don't have security the chance to get more, you know, to, to, get, to get a bank loan and, 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 and to, to set up. But the first thing that they want, they ask you for when you walk in is security for the, you know, for the enterprise investment team, because obviously, I mean, the government cover 70% or 75% of the, you know, of the risk. Catching up with Big Hospitality just after Osborne sat back down in the House of Commons, Shepard reacted to the failure once again to address EIS. And I think it's a big mistake because whilst we're blaming banks for not uh, lending to hotels, um, the government could easily have created uh, or or twisted an existing um, vehicle designed to help people invest equity into hotels to do so with more freedom. And and it doesn't appear as though that's taken place. I'm hoping that it may come on shortly, but um, that's only a hope. Shepard did, however, welcome the changes in corporation tax, which he said may benefit hospitality businesses. Lowry, however, told us the amount many small restaurants paid in the tax was minimal. What would have been more helpful was some form of policy to encourage utility suppliers to drop their bills for small businesses. In the run-up to the budget, Big Hospitality reported calls from the Forum of Private Business, who were calling for hospitality companies and others to get help on utility bills and fuel, with many experiencing problems of high bills or the dangers of rollover contracts, dangers domestic customers were free of. Lowry is currently in dispute with a utility supplier and said his bills have risen by over £100 a month. You know, we're already not passing on 2.5% of that that the government has stuck on. So, you know, now we, don't, we can't pass on the utility cost prices. So basically what's happening is any small margin that we might have had or any comfort margin that we might have had is being eroded away.
and it's, it's leaving us in the situation where we're actually going to be losing money hand over fist every month because we can't continue to put the product out that we put out. Um, because the first thing you do is, you know, you, you, try, you try and cut your cost a little bit, but we're not prepared to sacrifice the quality of what we do because that, that basically is sacrificing what the business stands for. And at the end of the day, I'll be out of business even quicker. Also notably absent from the budget was any mention of a VAT cut, either overall or for the hospitality sector. Many campaigns have been launched to encourage the government to cut VAT for the industry. Just two EU member states charge more VAT on hotel accommodation than the UK, according to the BHA. However, a 5% VAT level or even just a cut was not forthcoming. Andrew Biss, owner of the Primrose Valley Hotel in St Ives, was disappointed, but not surprised. I personally don't think... um the VAT, um, VAT change will happen, um, not in the foreseeable future. I don't think, I don't think the government are brave enough to do it really because I think what will happen is, maybe quite rightly, other industries will then come on board and say, well, we want, we want VAT relief and so on. There were positive measures, a new loan guarantee scheme, less complicated tax systems for companies, broadband upgrades and a higher personal tax allowance that could boost consumer confidence. But no change to fuel duty, and more importantly for pubs, a continuation of the alcohol duty escalator. Dean Pugh, manager of Mr Foley's Ale House in Leeds, said that would have a big impact on his business. Yeah, I mean, it's part of kind of, of Britain's cultural heritage, the, the brewing industry, and as, as a, you know, the pub being the social hub of, of Britain, um, I just don't think it's something they've ever really shown an interest in, really. I mean, they also mentioned about it being, um, being a budget for, for manufacturing industry, which obviously they don't see the production of beer as... There's been a manufacturing industry either.